0: This is the Generosity Week podcast from the Church of England. Eight daily reflections exploring giving and generosity throughout the Bible. Each day we have a different contributor, reflecting on different passages in the Bible and bringing their own unique perspectives on God's generosity and how it's influenced their faith. For our final episode in this first series of the Generosity Week podcast, we asked Bishop Ghoulie Francis de Kearney, the Bishop of Loughborough, to reflect on the passage of 1 John, Chapter 3.
1: Back in 1980, I arrived in this country as a refugee, a teenager who'd left my homeland of Iran with just one suitcase. Our lives had been turned upside down by the revolution, which had swept through the country one year before. We were traumatised, had no idea what the future held and whether or not we'd ever be able to return home. As it so happens, we didn't, and here I still am 40 years later. When I reflect back on those early days, I see the extent to which we were reliant on the generosity of others, both materially and emotionally. Those who enabled us over time to make a new life, to have a roof over our heads, put roots down, find a sense of belonging, and in time to make our contribution to British society. And for this, I'm deeply grateful. Generosity, it turns out, is a subject that fascinates a lot of people. Indeed, there's a whole department in the University of Notre Dame devoted to the study and science of generosity. This is their definition of the term, the virtue of giving good things to others freely and abundantly. And they suggest that it's a learned character trait involving attitude as well as action. It entails our inclination as well as any practical outworking. So generosity isn't the preserve of Christians, but its history and development has been influenced, in the West at least, by Christian thinking. So this idea that we need a spirit of generosity, which for completeness has to find practical expression, is embedded in Scripture. We find it, for example, in John's first epistle, chapter 3, in particular verse 17, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? John demonstrates that the sentiment behind the action is the starting place. We have to feel pity, empathy, compassion before we're compelled to express God's love and give to those in need. So generosity isn't some kind of haphazard behaviour, but in its most mature form, it's a basic moral, or we might say spiritual, orientation for living. And according to those who've done research and conducted experiments in the field, there are three other traits required for a holistic embracing of generosity, each of which might be interpreted within the life of faith. First, generosity isn't just a moral good, but it requires us consciously to reject certain vices. These vices, or perhaps we might call them sins from which we need to repent, are identified as things like selfishness, greed, meanness and fear. Generosity can only be embraced and lived if we overcome human instincts towards selfishness, greed, fear and so on. Secondly, generosity requires us not just to give abundantly, but to give those things that are good for others. When you take a contribution down to your local food bank or charity shop, do you do it to ease your conscience or to clear your cupboards? Or do you give from the best of what you have, with thoughts of what people actually might need or what might bring them joy? There's something here about generosity growing out of an appreciation of the gifts we ourselves enjoy, from a place of abundance, not scarcity. The best generosity comes not from those who live a miserly existence, but from those whose enjoyment of the good things of life brims over into a desire to share their blessings with others. And thirdly, generosity is about more than money and material possessions. It includes time, attention, encouragement, emotional availability, giving of aid, the showing of genuine interest in the lives of others. This latter is an all-too-rare commodity in the fast pace of modern life. In its fullest sense, this takes us back to the spirit of generosity underlying acts of kindness. Research has shown that generosity is associated with empathy, the ability to put ourselves in the shoes of others, not to be judgmental, but to understand the world from the perspective of the other. So generosity may be a universal trait, but for Christians, there's an added dimension. To understand its true significance, we have to consider generosity in the wider context of our reflections on the nature of God, the person of Christ, and the biblical concept of hospitality. I want now to explore these themes just a little further. In the Judeo-Christian and indeed the Muslim traditions, the idea of hospitality goes back to Abraham. You'll recall the story in Genesis 18 about God appearing in the guise of three strangers, whom Abraham invites into his tent, providing welcome and hospitality. Throughout the Old Testament and continued into the New, there is a tradition that prioritises the most marginalised, the foreigner, widows, the poor and those who are on the edges of society, all of whom, crucially, represent the face of God, whom we meet in the stranger. So in practising hospitality, we're not only honouring the stranger or those in need, but we're honouring God. Hospitality is more than kindness when we feel like it, it's a form of religious duty. But even more than that, for Christians to be generous is to express something of God's generosity in the gift of creation and most supremely in the incarnation. God offers God's very self, crossing the boundary between heaven and earth to be born of flesh and reside among us. And there's even more. To demonstrate true hospitality, we must be conformed to Christ. We must become more Christ-like. Not only are we emulating Christ in sharing what we have with others, we're also aligning ourselves with God's ultimate generosity in the incarnation, which was the self-giving of God to the world. So true generosity is costly, for it means giving something of ourselves, something we value deeply as we seek to embody Christ's giving of himself utterly on the cross. These are deeply Christian themes which lie at the heart of what it means to be hospitable and generous. True generosity has a sacrificial element. It is about the kind of giving which puts others first and self-second. For St Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, generosity is proof of the genuine character of Christian love. And this means not just giving what is comfortable to give, but giving abundantly and beyond our means – Giving of any kind is only a generous act when it pushes us to some kind of discomfort. Otherwise, it's just giving. And finally, I want to go still one step further and say that true hospitality and generosity aren't just about giving, but about how we're able to receive. For if generosity requires a kind of self-emptying, that creates space, not just for us to be diminished in the giving, but to receive and to be changed and transformed, chiefly through our encounters with others. We might think that all we have to do is to give to those who need our generosity. But in truth, we so often find that the one accepting our generosity in turn has something to offer. This can take us by surprise. It can challenge us and make us uncomfortable. But if we're prepared to receive it in a spirit of generosity, we can be transformed and enriched. This is about unconditional openness to the other, without judgment or expectation of anything in return, other than the gift of being transformed through the experience." but it's costly, for we must be willing to change. And that requires just as much generosity of spirit as when we are called to give.
0: Thanks for listening to the Generosity Week podcast. This is our final episode of this series But we'll soon be back with two more series exploring generosity at Easter and Christmas. Don't forget, you can always find out more about the Generosity Week by visiting parishresources.org.uk and clicking on the link for the Generosity Week. Thanks for listening.